You're listening to Run Hard, Mom Hard, presented by Treeline Journal and hosted by Nikki Parnell and Steph Weniger. We're here looking at the ins and outs of what it takes to be a mother who runs ultra marathons. We'll dive in to the challenges mothers face while training and racing ultras as we share and hear stories of motherhood and life from the trails. We hope to be a resource and encouragement to women who are balancing life with kids and all the miles. It's no easy task. We know what goes on behind the scenes while a mom prepares for a long run or race day. Sick kids, lack of sleep, low energy, minimal time, mom guilt, etc. But women keep showing up again and again to run, take care of themselves, and show this sport new levels of strength and grit. We want to be here to celebrate and inspire each other to run hard, find our inner mom strength, and show our kids that so much is possible. Welcome to another episode of Run Hard, Mom Hard. This week, we have Emmy Hershey. But before that, how's it going, Nikki? How was Mother's Day? Oh, yes, Mother's Day. Um it was great. It was really good. Um, I think it already feels like a long time ago, <laughs> but it was just a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, I felt very special. I, I feel like Mother's Day is a really special day, really beautiful day. Um, it, I also was feeling like, there's just, there's so many different moms out there and different families with different moms out there. And I kept thinking about how this day can be kind of hard for people that have lost their moms or kids or, or moms that have lost their children or, you know, it, it's a very, and it just kind of stands for motherhood. Motherhood is very beautiful, but also kind of heartbreaking because yes. There's so much love. And if anything happens, then you're just heartbroken. And I don't know. All that to say, I was feeling very grateful that I could spend the day with my family. And we went on a stroller run. Like Chase came with us and uh, the kids and just had like a really peaceful time along this beautiful river, like bike path that's uh, nearby. So I was feeling really grateful. And we also got um, takeout uh, that night, um, hamburgers from like one of our favorite breweries in town. And that felt good because we haven't eaten any like takeout food since coronavirus started. And (laughs) so that was a treat. Um, although I did actually, to be honest, feel kind of sick after I oh, ate no. like oh, no. you know a huge burger and all the fries, I was feeling pretty like, whew, I ha- I'm not used to pub <laughs> food anymore. But yeah, <laughs> and anyway. your stomach again. <laughs> Just kidding. Totally, I I know. No, I I take that seriously. I <laughs> I am a good eater. <laughs> but anyway, so how was it for you, Steph? Uh, it was really good. We didn't do much. It was kind of a crummy weekend. It was like raining and dreary here. So we just kind of hung out at home. Um, and I, I don't know. I just hung out with my family. Aaron did all the dishes and <laughs> took the kids so I could sleep for a little bit. And I went on a run and it was just a really peaceful, peaceful day. Very calm. Yeah. I was very grateful to be with my family though, for sure. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Um, we, last week we found out that Amelia 
um, for sure has a dairy protein allergy. So now she has to have an EpiPen. So we have that coming tomorrow and it has to like be delivered. And there's a whole thing that comes with getting EpiPens, which I didn't know about. And so that's been kind of hard, but we, I've been also running with the double stroller with the kids almost every day. And that's just been awesome. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed spending time with them. So, mm-hmm. I I feel like that would be hard uh, with the EpiPen. Just it's kind of scary. Like, do you feel what? How do you feel? Uh, very scared. So we have to have it in like a insulated cooler, and I have like a food emergency action plan. And if there's certain things that happen, I either have to give her Benadryl and the EpiPen, or just Benadryl. And we have to have all this stuff with us all the time that's just extra on top of, you know, toddler and baby things. Wow. And then we have to have snacks and food and stuff just for her, too. And it makes me nervous when I do go back to work and she goes to daycare and then I'm not with her all the time and kind of like releasing that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that that really freaks me out. Um we also got like a full list of all of the dairy products that she cannot have. And there's a lot in there that you wouldn't think um, have dairy in it. So one of them is like casein and it's in mm-hmm. a lot of like meats. Um, there's a couple other things that are just like very, very weird that I wouldn't have thought about. Um, and so it's just really, really reading the labels. And but mm, I'm so, sorry. Yeah. It's okay. They said most kids grow out of it by five or six. So we'll just hope that she does. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that's, that's the motherhood heart I'm talking about. I know. know. With all the love comes the worry, the panic, the sadness. Yeah. 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 Good job. Like doing what you got to do. We're trying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you loving this week? Positivity. Positivity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess my favorite thing this week is actually maybe not running related. (laughs) Um, But they they are, but they're not. Um, So I might butcher this brand name, Viore. Have you ever heard of Viore? They're sweatpants. And they... Are, I got them from REI uh, maybe a year or two ago. They're the kind of purchase that you make that you know, like you know you are buying something that's really expensive and you could go to, you know, Target and get something way cheaper that, of course, is not going to last as long, whatever. Anyway, I was like in dire need of sweatpants. I bought these. They're like jogger sweatpants. They have pockets. Um, what? Just an FYI, Nikki <laughs> is showing her sweatpants, so I am not the only one that is doing show and tell. <laughs> yep, nobody can see, but um, you know, just they're here with me because they come, they go everywhere with me. <laughs> no, seriously, they are the best, the best sweatpants I've ever had in my life. And they are so comfortable and I wear them every single day. And I probably shouldn't be telling you that because you're going to be repulsed, but I'm I'm serious. (laughs) They're out of this world. And it's like, okay, they were, I think, you know, 82 or $84. That's a lot of money for a pair of sweatpants. But like I said, favorite ever. And can you wash them? They make me so happy. 
Yeah, well, I do wash no, them. No, I mean, I mean, because oh. there's like some clothing that you have to like hang dry or. Oh yeah. No, like, I don't do that. Okay. I don't do that. Okay. I I am way low maintenance. Simple. Yeah, I am a low maintenance person. So you can wash them, dry them, and okay. um. Yeah. And I have technically run in them because they're my pajamas, but sometimes, you know, in the state of COVID, sometimes you just are out in your pajamas in the world. So anyway, they're my favorite thing to put on after a long run. So, well, I'll have to look into them. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh Yeah. But what are you liking? So I talk about on the podcast and I just mentioned it that we just got a double stroller um, running stroller and it is the cruiser 535 um it's also like a bike trailer and just a normal stroller so it comes with um you know the big wheel for running that's locked in place it has the swivel wheel for walking and then it has a hookup that hooks onto your bike and it's so simple to switch out it came with a cup holder. It has tons of storage in the back. It's really smooth. It's got like the bike wheels that you can actually like pump up. So it's not like those plastic cheap wheels. We did get it used, but it's held up and they had it for a long time. So it's been great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so good. It holds up really nice. Oh, good. And you can take off the wheels too. Uh, I don't, I just like shove it in my, the back of my car. I have a hmm. Acadia. But it folds up like this wide. I mean, it's oh. not that anyone <laughs> can see that. <laughs> not that anyone can see yeah. that. Well, so that, so I had a single chariot um, when Dash was little and I would run and Nordic ski with it. And so, but it was such, it was so hard to put in the skis where the bike, where the wheels went and like to put in the attachments. I think cause it was so old, like it was, we loved it and, um, we're so thankful for it, but it was, it was very old when, when it came to our house. And so everything was just really jammed and sticky and it didn't fold. It didn't fold up. So I had to put, um, our, I had a Subaru Outback at the time. I had to put one of the seats down to then kind of somehow maneuver it. I had to take off the handle and then like maneuver it into the car, but it would never fit like right now. We have a Prius, so it wouldn't fit in that. Yeah. And and it wouldn't fit with two kids in the car. Yeah. So it's, I it's like really that you're nice. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it's, like a clip on one side, and then you push it in in the other, and then it all just like collapse down. And then fun. the wheels, you just push a button, and they pop off. Like I said, I don't take the wheel, the back wheels off, but mm-hmm. they're really easy to get off and on. It's, it's you, great. Yeah. And even the attachments you know what are I, super easy. Good. Yeah. yeah. You know it. what I have to do with my double bob to get mm-hmm. it in the car? I have to, you know, fold it up, which is very hard. It's very heavy. Um, and then I have to turn it over, like upside down, and then grab it, which it's very, it's very it's heavy. Awkward. And then I have to throw it in the back of the car, take off the front wheel. Yeah. It's people watching me do it. Um, I've gotten laughs and comments before, um, which always feels good. But yeah, <laughs> anyway. Okay, so today, like Steph said, we have on Emmy Hershey. And for those that don't know, Emmy and I personally go way back. Um, we met while at Oregon State um, in college. We were on the triathlon team together. And the day I first met Emmy was at a 5 a.m. swim practice. 
on a cold, dark, rainy morning in Corvallis. And I just remember thinking, no, like no way. Like this person is not real. Nobody can be this positive. She was bubbly and enthusiastic to the next level. And my just woken up college self was not bubbly and enthusiastic. Um, and yeah, so I was skeptical that, that this could be real. But we went on a trip together to nationals in Alabama with some other awesome teammates. And I had the time of my life. And it's still to this day one of my most positive college experiences. It was incredible. And that's where I really got to see Emmy's character. She literally is so positive and she radiates it like a sunbeam into everybody's life. And, um, and literally, like she says, that's so positive. She says that all the time and <laughs> you'll hear that in the episode. Um, anyway, so, um, we've done a lot of ultras together. We've seen each other grow into motherhood, and it's been really special. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Okay. Hi, Emmy. How are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Yay. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself your family, when and how you became a runner, that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, gosh. Well, I'm Emmy Hershey, and I turned 30 years old this year, which is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. I am married to my husband, Marcus, who um, – we started dating back in high school, which is really exciting and fun. So we've been together a long time. And we have a son named Brewer, who is two and a half. And we have a baby girl due in August. So another one on the way, which is very exciting as well. Congratulations. Again, <laughs> um, so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I have been a runner pretty much for as long as I remember because my mom started running um, when she was young. And then when she had me, uh, I just grew up with her running. And when I was like around six, she started like taking me out on her runs with her and I just fell in love with it and um, probably didn't know anything different. She just exposed me to everything, but I loved running. And so I just kept running from since then pretty much. Uh, gosh, I mean, it's just been my constant for my whole life. I really have like the longest I can think that I went without running was when I broke my leg. Uh, and that was out for four months. Um, but other than that, oh. it's been, yeah. Have yeah. Been that? <laughs> yeah. Not running In for four months. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Awful. I know. <laughs> we'll need to dive into that a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how, how did, why do you think you connect with running so much more than other sports? What does it do for you? What does running mean to you? That's a good question. I feel like I've thought about that a lot because a lot of people have asked, you know, how do you get inspired to run or what keeps you going? And I feel like 
because I started at such a young age, I like really developed just a love for the sport. And I think it was just a great way to connect with my mom. And then, um, you know, as I got older, just it was my like place that I could go and just be free and like reset. And I think that, you know, like it has been like what, like over two decades of running that, you know, like there's so much that has happened between now and then, but for me, it's just been, always been a part of my life. And I think it just was a process since I was little to like fall in love with it. And yeah, it's just like a release and being outside. I mean, I, I think it's also been in phases because when I was younger, like I did, you know, cross country and that was more competitive running. And then I think now it's more of, um, like I just get the sense of joy and fulfillment being outside on trails and just like, it's my time to be breathe fresh air and reset. Mm-hmm. And just love <laughs> for everything. <laughs> totally. It's so cool that you have such a long history with it. Um, and yeah and so how how has it changed since becoming a mom that's another good question I feel like I have so many inspiring mom friends that have been like amazing um I feel like I've just been so inspired by other moms, Nikki, you being like a huge one of those inspiring moms, just running throughout your pregnancies. And then, you know, after you had your kids, like picking back up and just, you know, so that's, that's been a huge inspiration to me. In in addition to like my mom, I, oh gosh, I feel like I have pregnancy brain. What's the question again? You do. <laughs> just. Maybe how it's changed for you running, how running has oh. changed. <clears throat> well, I think like I ran throughout my pregnancy with Brewer, my son that's two and a half. And obviously like I had to just adjust and adapt throughout the pregnancy. Like I knew that at any point if I began feeling pain or the doctor said like this is too risky or something that I'd have to stop. Um, and so I was kind of just like, okay, every run is going to be great that I can get in because I never know what the next day will look like. And then um, luckily I was able to run till like pretty much like, I think it was like five days before my due date and he was 10 days late. So I was like 41 weeks. All right. I think we're good. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like a running balloon with a watermelon trapped inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then after that, I, you know, I had to wait a couple, like, I think I was five and a half weeks before I was able to run again. And then it changed because I felt like it was something that I could enjoy with my son and push the stroller together. And it was different because obviously when you're pushing a child, like their needs come first. So when we were running together, you know, you're kind of just in a different position than you have been before. Um, But at the same time, it was like, I got to experience something I love with somebody that I love. And then when I was able to run by myself, I felt like it was just like a whole new world for me to like process um, and have time as a mom that was a way that was healthy and to just like get outside on the fresh air and, uh, you know, just movement all together, like makes me feel good. And so just like the energy was positive. So all around, like, yeah. yeah. So and then good. now it's like kind of 
a similar thing, but we're going through it all again. And we'll, I'm sure it's going to change with two. So, you know, it's like Brewer loves running with me now. And he just started like asking to get out of the stroller and he wants to run too. And he wants to go on runs with me and he doesn't even want to bring the stroller. So it's just like, I think that love that I carried that I learned from my mom, he's now getting, which is like the best thing in the world. That's so amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so cool to pass it on to a future generation. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. He's a, he's a trooper. Um, yeah. And so for <laughs> your running, right. Yeah, he is. <laughs> for your running right now, what does it look like? I mean, how does it feel being pregnant and pushing the stroller and taking care of brew? You know, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> um, well, you know, when you're pushing a stroller, like we're like, I have to be prepared now. Like I bring all the snacks that I can. Um, and luckily we've never used any other distractions. I, so I don't think he knows any different. So we just bring a bunch of snacks, water, like obviously we prepare for the weather. Um, and then for me, I, you know, have kind of had to reset my expectations again, as far as like, if at any point, you know, this becomes too uncomfortable or like things get crazy, I, I'll just need to be prepared to stop and find something else that, uh, that we can modify with. But luckily we're, uh, you know, 28 weeks, we're in the third trimester and we're still going. And I feel like this time around, I'm actually stronger. Like I look back and I'm running further than I did when I was with Brewer, which is exciting. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, like who does that? Even, no. Yeah, even <laughs> while taking care of your baby or your son still. <laughs> wow. But I have to like wonder like if like pushing the stroller when we go together like, you know, adds like that strength component that like makes you stronger and then you guys can probably relate to this, but as runners, like the strength training piece is like something that I have to work on. Running is like natural to me. Like, you know, we just talked about it. I just grab my shoes and I go and it's like a release. So I've been forcing myself to do like weights, um, every day. They're not like crazy, just like squats and like arm lifts and stuff. And I feel like it's actually had a huge positive impact on my running, um, as far as like distance throughout the pregnancy. So, so maybe the experts are right that we need to do strength training too. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. I know. It's a love hate thing. It's so but hard. I know. I know. Yeah. Just because, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, it's like your need is the run. You, you take care of that. And then all the other needs like that you should do strength training, um, nutrition, focusing on all that just goes out the window. Cause yeah, yeah you know, you go back to mom mode, but. That's really good. Um, and you've been doing strength every day? I've been, yeah, I, I think like I wanted to include some piece of it in my day today because, you know, also with the pregnancy, like you can go a few days and then all of a sudden you can't do something anymore. Um, so I have like a routine that I'll do every day. I've, I've probably skipped like three days in the last like month and a half. Um, just cause I felt like, nope listen to my body today's is like a no do no no do <laughs> no go <laughs> but um yeah just like squats and arm raises and like it it only takes me about 15 minutes so it's not crazy but okay. it's good so good yeah mm-hmm. that's just like that's how 
it's been so funny. Like that's how minor something like that. I feel like has made such a huge positive impact. I'm like, after this baby comes, I need to like stick with it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. to recover, help you recover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, okay. How, how much have you been running this time around? Um, usually like four to five times a week. And, um, sometimes like I can tell, like, especially now that we're in the third trimester, like to give my run days more like energy in life, I'll take a day between and like try and rest. But up until now I've been like four to five times, usually like three to six miles somewhere in that range. And then at like 22 weeks, I did a half marathon on my own, which was really fun. And then, you know, a couple other long ones sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. amazing. That is. You guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard when you're pregnant. And I, I think it's such a beautiful time of life because it's a miracle that we can grow life inside of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's a gift to be able to do that. But at the same time, like, being an athlete, I feel like sometimes it's it's just, it's not always very, it doesn't feel inspiring when you feel like every day you're getting heavier and slower. And I mean, maybe you're not experiencing that Emmy this time because you feel really strong, but I mean, do you ever struggle with kind of just with that, with, with your body changing, even though it's normal, but does that ever like make you sad (laughs) I I feel like with Brewer I felt that a lot more I was like a lot more aware of it and like I I definitely felt like I hit certain well I guess from the beginning with Brewer my midwife that I had um was like really cautious around like certain things that you know every mom might have their own um doctor that has different recommendations but she was just like take it easy. Like, you know, don't run very fast, like go slow. So I think from the beginning, I was like slowing myself down on purpose. Um, and then like, you know, as I hit different milestones and felt like I was getting bigger, it was like, some days were just like, Oh man, like this is a challenge. And I wear my little pregnancy bell. And I was like, man, I feel like, how am I even standing up upright right now? Like without toppling over. (laughs) Um, but we did it, you know, just like, like you guys said, like you just kind of like adjust and find inspiration by others. And I think just doing like kind of daily reflections and check-ins on myself, like how's this going? Like what's bothering me? Or um, like asking myself those questions, just allowing the space to kind of reflect. And then this pregnancy, I felt like, at least up until now, um, day by day, but I felt, like I said, a lot stronger. So I definitely have days where I feel like I'm just heavy and my body's changing, but I felt really, really good. So I'm also just like, man, I'm taking this in and that's super positive. Um, and days that I'm not feeling it as much, I, I like, I seek out like, those around me that like I, I can text or call and be like, Hey, you know, like you need some inspiration or, you know, I need to just like find some time to reflect. Sometimes I'll just like go out for a walk and like 
let myself level set and that'll help me out too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The body changes so much. I mean, and a lot of everyone has a different experience with it too. So it's so hard to know, like, you know, at this point, especially, you know, I did six miles with my mom yesterday for our annual, like mother's day run. And I'm thinking, you know, she was like, maybe we could do it on the weekend instead of a Monday. And I'm like, well, this far out, I don't know what next weekend looks like. So like, let's seize the moment. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you are growing every day and things just change. And so you have to like stay flexible and it's like not easy all the time. Have you you noticed body differences like from your first to your second, especially because you had a boy and a girl? Do you feel like your like belly is different or? Mm hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, from the beginning, I feel like my, uh just my bump was, like, a different, like, with Brewer, it was, like, a basketball, and it was, like, right in front of me, and then with her, um, it just feels like it's more whole body, if that makes sense. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, it's not just, like, out in front of me, it's, like, on the sides, too. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I also felt like this pregnancy has been 100% different, too, because I was really sick in the beginning, and I had, like, migraines and stuff, which I didn't have with my first, and um, that, you know, sleeping's been kind of a challenge, so sometimes that is a huge factor. Yeah. Yeah. hmm hmm Totally different, though, with girl and boy, at least for me. Yeah. I... I didn't really experience too much difference, I don't think, except for just how, so I had Dash, and then I had Bellin, and Bellin was um, really big from the get-go. I just feel like, I mean, I popped, there's the joke that it's like your second child, you pop, and you start showing, um, you know, like two hours after the pregnancy test or whatever. (laughs) I felt like that was so true, Um, and I didn't but I didn't get necessarily a lot more sick with her. I don't know. Um, but it's just interesting to see differences between people and differences between their. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I had two girls and they were very similar. I mean, the sciatic pain I had with my first, I didn't have with my second, but my second one was a lot bigger. So I don't know what that was, but very similar. Did you feel like you popped a lot faster the second time? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you also, you ran more your second I, pregnancy. I did run. I ran almost all, or till 30, above 30 weeks. But with Joanna, I had to stop at like 20 weeks because she was so much pain. Oh, yeah. is that interesting? Yeah. Very interesting. Cool, though. You guys are both inspiring me that, um, that I just kind of thought because Bellin was my second. I, you just kind of assume that it's going to get harder each pregnancy to like run longer or throughout it. And I think kind of like what you were saying, Emmy, about with Brewer, you kind of took it easy, maybe more than you needed to. Yeah. But I think maybe I just told myself like that I could or should take it easy. <laughs> but really, it's like, no, like you can have even a better pregnancy the second time. So you guys are kind of inspiring. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you're making me think the other day I was thinking, um, because, you know, we're getting further into the pregnancy, like we're in the last bit, I was thinking, like I was going to take a, a rest day because I had ran two days back to back, 
and I had done like a five that was pretty hard, like on trails and then a three the next day. And I felt really good. But then I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a rest day. Um, because I ran so much the last two days and that's a lot for me at this point. And then I was, you know, it was a really nice day out. And I was like, Marcus, I'm going to go out for like, just like a mile long walk so that I can like, you know, get some movement in. And like, before I even left the front porch, I was like, you know, I'm going to put my running clothes on just in case. Cause I feel like really excited about it. And it got me thinking like whether or not, like I was making myself slow down kind of like that same idea because I'm pregnant and like, you have to be extra cautious all the time. Or, you know, am I really just like, am I fine to go out? And I was, I did three miles and I was like, great. And so it was like, it just got me thinking about that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really really got to listen to your body. That's awesome. You're so in tune. Yeah. (laughs) You do have to listen to your body, but you also have to maybe overcome certain uh like fears or fatigue you know because if you just like push a little bit maybe it'll be okay and it'll actually be really energizing yeah it's like we put up our own guardrails sometimes and I felt (laughs) like I put up my own before even thinking about it just because you know you want to be more cautious when you're pregnant but then I was like no I'm good and I'm (laughs) sure like sunshine and everything helped but it was like yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of wondering, um, what, what are you most looking forward to with baby number two? What are you most looking forward to? And what are you worried about? As like a mom or a runner mom? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I mean, I'm most excited just to meet her. Like she's super active in my tummy and like kicking all the time now. And I just love feeling her. And I, you know, there's just all boys in the family. So I was like, sure that we were going to have a boy, another boy, and it's going to be a boy mom. And I love Brewer and I love being a boy mom. So it's great either way. Um, But then, you know, my mom um, and I just are really, really close. And so I always, thought you know someday I would have a girl and so when we found out we were having a girl I was like no way like I'm even still like mm, until she comes out I'm <laughs> I was that way too <laughs> so I'm just so excited to yeah have another person um in our life and yeah I know it comes with its own set of challenges but it'll also come with all this new great stuff too and just take in every stage because you know after the first one it goes by so fast I don't know how he's two and a half I'm like what happened so it goes by even four and a half dash is four and a half isn't that insane (laughs) I like can't believe that I can't believe that I just don't know what happened (laughs) me neither (laughs) like yeah and I feel like it goes by faster with the second Oh, no. That's not yeah. fair. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> I think you have less time to realize what's going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you have to be on the go all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's fun, too. And and it's really fun seeing um, – and, Steph, I know you can relate to this because I've seen pics of your girls – like they just look like really good buddies and yeah. Dash and Bellin are really good buddies. And it's, it's 
the best. The best. I, I'm is. really, we're in such a good phase of them getting along so well and playing together for hours really oh. well, like without fighting and screaming and just like outside digging for bugs, whatever. And I'm just like, we just hit this sweet spot and it's unbelievable. Yeah. You're giving <laughs> your son the best gift in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, that I should have mentioned that too, because the second that we told Brewer that we were going to have another baby, he's been so excited and like, literally like he just baby sister, he's going to be such a big brother. And so, yeah, just having a little friend for him and knowing that like our lives haven't even started with, you know, without her yet, like technically, you know, yeah. in some way. Yeah. And then, and then life will never be the same. Yeah. You know, because you guys think back before you had kids, and it's like obviously a large part of your life. But then once you have them, it's like, how did you live without them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, wow, it's like, it feels like that was a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. Well, then yeah. I was thinking about how, what did I do with all of my free time? I mean, I ran. But I run probably the same amount that I ran before I had kids. I'm like, what did I do with all of that free time that I don't have anymore? <laughs> I know. Uh, I had some quiet, some quiet uh, time. Yeah. yeah. Me time. Um, okay. So, Emmy, based on, you know, everything that you have said so far and my history of knowing you, you are one of the most positive people I've ever met. And so I am wondering, um, what, what kind of kid were you? Like, have you always been this positive or was there like a defining moment in your life where you, you know, became this positive radiating light? (laughs) (laughs) Nikki, stop. (laughs) I feel like, uh, it's like people like you guys and, those that I'm around, my family and my friends, like that, you know, you are who you hang out with. And so I feel like I'm surrounded by such a really good group of people that it makes me inspired and feeling good. And definitely not all the time. <laughs> you know, I, I, <laughs> really? You're human? <laughs> yeah, my mom was just really, you know, positive, always glass as she says isn't half full it's refillable um Mm. so she's always been like really inspiring and motivating and my dad too like always pushing me to do something great and supporting me and so yeah it's like hard to say I just feel like you know your upbringing has such a big impact on your life but yeah I I feel like I just get a lot of people asking me that and I'd say like Marcus is super positive and he gives me a lot of energy and then now now Brewer, you know, and baby girl will do the same. Um, and yeah, all you guys, my friends, you know, my family, like just all of it. Yeah. I'm rambling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. well so but what do you do with the the negative you know if you're in a funk like how do you get yourself out of a funk you go for a run 
<laughs> okay. Well, that's easy. But I mean, it's do you do you choose? Do you just have that as your mindset to like make sure that every day is well lived and positive and like, you know, just how do you get there? <laughs> oh, man. I I don't know. I think it's like there's so many pieces to like that people can practice, you know, that maybe I've got throughout my life that I don't think about as much as like maybe other people do. Um, but like, yeah, when I wake up in the morning, like I'm just super like excited for another day and like adventure, you know, so I just feel like I, I feel that thankfulness And, um, so that always gives me like a pause, gives you like a positive outlook. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the running, like, you know, that's like my mindfulness too. It's like how I like recharge my mind on days that like, you know, brewers going through a phase and it's crazy or, um, you know, whatever work is stressful. Like, it's like, how do I reset and, reground myself and that's like huge and so yeah running is like so many great things in one um like three things you're grateful for like I didn't even know that was a thing like a lot of books talk about that like if you want to be more grateful in your life like you can do that for 30 days and like you'll start to look at a different outlook but I feel like that's just something like I was was grounded in me from my parents or something because I just feel like I've had that same uh like I just do that without thinking about it sometimes but when I'm in a were you saying like when I'm in a rut like what do I do mm-hmm. yeah Emmy's like I don't know what a rut is um, <laughs> I've never, I've never been in a <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, and I feel like being pregnant, like you, like at least me, I felt like I'm more like on edge than I normally am. Like, I think the hormones make you a little bit more crazy sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like, I've been just, you know, if things get crazy, I just try and take a deep breath and remind myself that this moment, you know, is what it is and it's temporary. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of great and lots of crazy moments that come in throughout the day. So you have to kind of like appreciate each one for what it is because um, you never know what the next one's going to look like. And I think the crazy moments actually make the great moments even better. Like if every moment was just perfect, then you wouldn't have anything to compare it to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What mm-hmm. a good outlook. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh. Um, I wish so, I could talk to you every day. I know it would, it would help me <laughs> tremendously uh, to have that energy. Um, well, and so um, I know. I mean, obviously, all of us love running and we love ultra running and all of that. But um, there, runs don't always feel super awesome, and sometimes. Um, like, what do you do in the hard parts of running? Cause like, I know running is such an outlet for you, but, um, you know, is there anything that you do? I'm, I'm thinking about like, even, 
uh, we talked about in another episode, like the ability to smile and then that like makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Do you have any little things that you do when running just to get you through the hard moments? Yeah. Like, gosh. So for my 30th, I wanted to do the Athens marathon, like for a while now, like I couldn't tell you how many years it's been, but it's like, I don't know, like eight years. Um, and so I've kind of been like looking forward to that happening when I turned 30. And so in November we flew to Greece and, uh, we had just come off of like this crazy two weeks stomach bug flu awful thing. My husband Brewer and I all had it and it was just like, super sketch, uh, and thought we were on like the tail end of feeling better, like on the way over, I think like, you know, you're excited and there's adrenaline. Um, and my parents were staying with Brewer here at the house. So it was just like, you know, we, we were on our own for, for two weeks. And, uh, like when we got there, I was super sick and like started throwing up on the plane and, um, and I was like, man, I thought it was better. And like, I was so excited and ready to like eat all the Greek euros and do all that. You know, we flew in like on the front end. So I had have one day in Athens and then the race would be the next morning so that we could just like relax the rest of the trip and just take it in. And I'm just like throwing up. I can't eat meals. Like I'm trying to like get smoothies in, um, like at these juice bar places. And it was like, pretty freaking rough. And when I went to start the race the next morning, my husband dropped me off at the is that shuttle everybody to marathon. And then you run to Athens and there's like 22,000 like other runners and they're all speaking other languages. I'm like listening for English. And I swear, like I don't hear it anywhere. So I felt a little like, you know, out of my element, but so much excitement and adrenaline. And I like get to the race and we start and like within the first three miles, I was like, I felt so like depleted, you know, like I couldn't eat dinner the night before. Like, I think the most I had in me was like a smoothie. And then I had some like, um, like snack bar crackers that are brewer snacks from back home. as like my nutrition for the race. (laughs) (laughs) And for that, I just like, there's two things that I always like try to repeat and I feel like I've been doing it for a while in my other races and stuff when it gets really hard and it's super helpful. Um, but like every step forward is momentum. Like you're not going backward and Mm -hmm. it doesn't work if I don't say it out loud. It's like, I have to say it. It's like every step forward, I'm moving forward, like forward momentum. Um, and sometimes I even will just say like positive vibes, which is like (laughs) funny. But, no, it's like what you said about the smile. It's like sometimes you have to, like, convince yourself, like, let your mind get there and your body will follow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that race, like, gosh, it was way, apparently it's like one of the hillier courses. I never do research before races, so I never know what I'm getting into. But, um, yeah, it was a hard one. I was feeling it, like, the whole time. And even though, like, I had so much excitement and adrenaline because it was, like, this big thing that I want to do for so long, like, my body felt like it had been hit by a bus. So it was, like, okay, oh. I mean, um, I broke it down, like, into, like, 10Ks. So it didn't feel like I'm running 26 today. I'm just going to run one 10K and then see how I feel the next one. 
Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just those positive things. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're saying that I say, which is more common, like, in ultras, like, trail races, because usually you're, like, climbing a lot, but the um, hardest climbs have the best views. So I'll repeat <laughs> that to myself, too. Yeah. That's, That's perfect. Cool. I love it. And so how did that race end up for you? I finished. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Surreal. Like, once I got to the 40K, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do it. Like, I was, like, just shocked, you know, because it was, like, this crazy day. And um, I knew Marcus would be waiting for me at the finish line. And, like, you finish in the Olympic Stadium, and it's just, like, surreal there's people yelling like all these different languages like bravo bravo like everyone's so excited that like it picks you up and like lifts you you know um and the whole race like has people along the course too which is like crazy uh so that was also like uplifting but yeah I think it took me um like maybe 45 50 minutes longer than like my normal marathon but I was like, me, I'm battling these conditions. Like, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a cool experience. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, Steph's just over there, like, shaking her head, yeah. like, in a jealous fashion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You left me speechless. <laughs> it's so good. You have to do that. I mean, it's just, like, really fun, like, because yeah. it's so historical. I and, know. Yeah. I've never been overseas. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, you will. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, And I love, I love everything that you said about, um, staying positive when you feel crappy (laughs) and getting through the race. That's so cool. That's awesome. Um, and so what are, do you have like a, a race? Do you have any like running dreams uh, for the future? Cause I know that one was a long time in the making the Athens marathon. Do you have any other ones on your site? Um, I don't know yet. Like I feel like while I've been pregnant and then throughout the like COVID situation, you know, everything's canceled and getting moved. Um, it's hard to say like after baby girl comes, I'm sure like I'll be itching to do actual races again and not just creating my own (laughs) um but nothing that's like nothing that I've scheduled yet I think I'm most excited like to just be able to run like trails and stuff again without the risk of toppling over kind of have to be more (laughs) careful now that I can't see my feet on trails that is um Mm -hmm. so like I like I and like Nikki and I did this uh 50k last Memorial Day weekend um mm-hmm. Stump Town and that one was so fun like running that together and so I'm just excited I think for more like 50ks trail races for sure that's like my jam mm-hmm. the trail mm-hmm. it, that was the most fun I've ever had running a race because Emmy and I just randomly we're able to run the whole thing together and yeah. we just literally chatted the whole, the whole time. And, yeah, and like so much I, I don't think, yeah, I think both of us went into it pretty un, underprepared. If I remember, I don't think I was ready. I don't know if you were ready, but well, um, I had just done Eugene marathon like three weeks before. And then I did hippie chick half mm-hmm. like two weeks before. 
And so I had this IT band issue that I was like yes. super nervous. So I remember I told you at the beginning, I was like, I'm yes. going to drop out at three miles. This will be my first race that I potentially do not finish. And I'm okay with it because I don't want to like have a long-term injury. And I had this band and like, I've been doing some exercises, but like miraculously, like Nikki's energy, like lifted me up and we just did the dang thing. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, oh, we fine. did. We did the dang thing. It was great. It was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) What can you tell us about Run North Best? Yeah. Uh, Well, Run North Best is a business that I started with one of my friends, uh, Melissa Hand, and she's, you know, another like huge inspiration to me. We met at my work, Kaiser Permanente. Um, like pretty much right when I started, she was like, I heard you're a runner and I'm a runner. It's like running brings people together, you know? And like, <laughs> we went on one run together and then we were like connected. Um, so anyways, we kind of have a lot of the same like dreams and goals and love for running. And we started up this business a couple of years ago, um, where we wanted to do like different running events and, uh, incorporate like, you like, I feel like it's all, it's, it's always, you know, going to be changing, right? Cause like the world is changing, we're changing. So it'll grow with us, but we happen to like lock in this partnership with Deschutes at the beginning. And so they were able to help, um, support us with beer and swag and fun stuff at the end of our races. And like, we just wanted like to create a space where people could come and like, you know, we do this series every year. Um, in the like end of summer and we call it the run North best summer series and it's presented by Deschutes and like, we just want to bring people together and like support them with getting outside and like it's during the week. So it's right after work. So bring your kids, bring your family, come solo, bring your friends, but just like stay afterwards and have a beer or a cold water or, you know, just like hang out with us and like, enjoy like the community around you like that kind of like lifts us all up yeah and it's been super fun and just uh, yeah like we're excited to grow it but um you know obviously this year we were making some we had some bigger plans to do some longer events but we're gonna have to wait until maybe next year mm-hmm. how, how many years have you been doing it um two it was um something that we lifted off the ground right after I had Brewer <laughs> because I didn't want to go Perfect back. Perfect time. Work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to go back to work after that. No, but yeah. So, are you still working? I am still working. Yeah. Um, I really like my job too, but you know, it's so hard to find a balance between work and then. I want to be with Brewer. I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds right now because he's not at daycare because of the coronavirus. So like it also makes it really hard and sometimes really stressful managing meetings. But at the same time, like we've gotten him at the house and yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah. I, I, are you, do you normally work from home? I do, but I'm usually out at meetings a lot. So I'm not, like one day a week I might have like fully at the house. Okay. Yeah. So I normally go to work every day, but it's, I've been trying to work from home for my job and have both of my girls. And it's a lot to try and 
balance everything and then still go out for a run. And I finally got a double stroller. And so we've been going out every morning and pushing them. But it's like 70 pounds of weight between oh, yeah. both of them and the stroller. Mm-hmm. How old are they? Um, Joanna is two and a half and Amelia just turned one. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what double stroller did you get? We got a Cruiser 535. Uh, you and like also, it? I do really like it. It also transitions to a bike trailer, which is what I wanted. I wanted like a double and it has like a walking wheel. And so it swivels too. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. It's like a three in one stroller. Mm-hmm. I love oh, it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah what are you going to get, Emmy? Yeah. I don't know yet. Nikki, you're <laughs> the one that was telling me like the chariot like was golden. And then I have a bob and I love it um a single bob and so i haven't really fully decided yet mm-hmm. yeah, so i'm taking in all the recommendations <laughs> yeah the, the cruiser is on sale right now fyi ah. and it's got a really big storage area in the back like cruiser That's what's what's the brand for that it's called a cruiser it's just know. called cruiser or it's not at- like chariot no it looks like a chariot it's that not a chariot. Thule make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I just have the double bob. And, you know, it was funny because I went for a run with a friend, actually, um, the other day, yesterday. And we were on, like, a, a wide road. We can kind of stay away from people and everything. We're, we're being safe. But um, <laughs> so I... Some a mom comes up to my friend who also has a double bob and she's asking about um, how do you like this? And my friend was like, oh, it's so smooth. It's the best. And I'm thinking that is just not my reaction to a double stroller, Um, even though it is smooth and I'm thankful for it. But it's just it's tough, like pushing. I calculated it was like 90, 90 pounds. Um, It's a lot. Yeah, I so when when I was starting, I I just started because we just got it like two weeks ago. But like my arms and my shoulders are sore because I'm I'm not used to holding it. But (laughs) oh, you will be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then when you go without it, like you feel like like right now when I'm pregnant and I'm running with Brewer in the stroller, and then I go the next day without it, and like whoa, I'm like flying. I don't. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron said it's good for my training. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So, Emmy, to be responsible or, um, you know, respectful, I guess, uh, of your time, <laughs> uh, let's, let's ask you the last two questions we always ask our guests. Okay. Okay. The first, what's your favorite race you've ever done? Ah, uh, I don't even know. Um. <laughs> Uh, let me think for a second my favorite race I know it's a hard question what's the other question (laughs) (laughs) um I mean each race is like I've done I don't need I don't know like I forget how many marathons and 50Ks. I have it on my Instagram. That's how I keep track. But, <laughs> like, each one's so special, you know? Like, I'd say Greece was, like, up there. Like, it was mm-hmm. just 
life list goals. Um, but like the 50k I did with you, like I, I think I've done five now. I did one in September called the nut, the, what is it? Um, the Umqua National Forest. How does that align with yeah. that? I think it's, I don't know if it I think it's just called the nut, like the nut 100 or 100K or something, but then the 50K option. I don't know. Yeah. I can look that up. We, we can link to it. <laughs> it does. Yes, we can link to it. And it does stand for like National Umqua Forest or oh, okay. National Umqua Trail or something like that. I feel like a dork. A dork. Um, that one <laughs> like one of the most beautiful 50Ks. And even though I got stung by like ground hornets in the butt and I had like weeks of like oh. madness on me. Oh um, no. That was like seriously so pretty. Like I'd say any of the 50k. I don't I'm so sorry. Like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. That's good. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then the second question is what is your favorite go-to healthy meal that you make for your family if you cook? Um yeah, I, so I sent you guys the recipe, uh, but it's like this pasta meal that, um, Marcus's mom will make sometimes for like family get togethers. And then Marcus like somehow modified it, but, uh, I, there's like no name for it. I'm like totally into like pasta, like give me all the carbs all the time. <laughs> Um, but you like just the penne noodles and then you make this like Roma tomato sauce with like basil and olive oil and onions and garlic and it's so good and then you float the two together and you put Parmesan cheese on it and it's like it doesn't take that long to make and it's pretty easy other than blanching the tomatoes which isn't that bad um and it's so good it's so it good. sounds really good mm-hmm <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. Thank yeah. you, Emmy. And uh, what, before we let you go, where can people find you? Where can where can they find you to follow your positivity? Ah, <laughs> uh, um, well, I have an Instagram account called Running Hoppy, um, <laughs> combining my love of run and beer. <laughs> uh, did that come up at all? No, you can tell but your son, yeah. Your son's name is Brewer, right? <laughs> and you know, Emmy, I'm pretty sure Running Hoppy, that name was born in Missoula, Montana, when we were eating Big Dipper ice cream. You, me, Liz, and Chase were yep. all talking about that. Yep, it was. That is the birth of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. When you were pregnant with Dash. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And we went camping at Holland Lake and had a fun time. We always, uh, Steph, we always go on tri-babe reunions like once a year with like me, Emmy and Liz. And then um, Chase joined that one because I was pregnant and anxious and needed Chase around (laughs) at that point. (laughs) That's what happened. Like, he didn't have to set up the tent. Like all the manly things. Totally. Yeah. We just got to paddleboard. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a uh, yeah. yeah. So that's probably the best way. I, yeah. Yeah. You're so inspiring, Emmy. You thank and you, you so the, much. The cutest pregnant person ever. Mm-hmm. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best ever. I just, 
thank you for bringing me on your show and thank you for having me and uh gosh just like I yeah like positivity like it's coming off of you guys and I'm just like sending it right back like you guys are awesome thanks Emmy thank you so much it was so nice meeting you (laughs) what a inspiration she's so positive I loved the quotes that she gave that she says to herself out loud during her runs um I just I love that she is listening to her body when she's pregnant and she's just full of happy smiles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Running happy smiles everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I do really appreciate her perspective of how I mean because she is realistic too because every day that you're pregnant like the next day could be different. And I mean which is true in life in general. Um and so, but I like that she just really loves and appreciates uh, the moment for what it is. I and love, yeah, I love her mom saying about the cup that is always oh. refillable. Oh, brilliant. That. Yes. Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I know. And <laughs> her mom, I, I went on a run with her mom also. Um, I think it was this last winter or maybe the winter before. And, um, she's just as positive as Emmy. I remember we're running through snow and she's looking around at the trees and she just is like, I think she said, it is such a good day to be alive. And I just, you know, Emmy has that same energy. And so I've really loved having that in my life and yeah. I'm glad you could meet her too, Steph. <laughs> yes. I'm so happy. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoyed this conversation today, Please rate and review this podcast. You can also subscribe to the Run Hard, Mom Hard podcast. Um, and it's also super helpful to us if you share it with your mom tribe. Word of mouth goes a long way. And we'd love to see these episodes be listened to like all around the globe, which they are. Um, yeah, is yeah. pretty cool. We can see stats. Um, and there's like New Zealand, Australia, Japan, all kinds of cool places where we're going anyway. Um, so yeah, the best way to stay up to date on podcast episode details and new releases is by subscribing to the Treeline journal newsletter. Um, chase, my husband and I send out a news one newsletter, um, once a week on the latest happenings from our website and there will be podcast information there. And the website is treelinejournal.com. So go check that out. And thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to email us with comments or questions, you can email us at runhardmomhard at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail message on the anchor link that is in the show notes below. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. Thank you so much for listening. Now go hard, run hard, mom hard. In a very positive way. (laughs) Run hard. Hard. Mom harder. (laughs) I I wish.
wish I could be like half as positive as she is. Because we we actually did stay on time. Good I, job. I, oh, cruiser. I mean, it's used. I bought it used. You match daddy. Say like she's nice or something. <laughs> I mean, she's okay. <laughs> she's all right, I guess. Let me unplug. I always forget that. You do I'm always forget it. I mean, just blabber. Okay. Did I tell you our camper's name? No. It's Guinevere. Ah, oh, I love it. That Guinevere. Used- and so onward. Yes. From the movie. Yes. Makes me also want to cry a little bit. I love that you did that. She was an old girl and we fixed her up, Joy. She is Joy. Emmy is Joy. I, I knew from the get-go from your <laughs> email that you like techie stuff. I don't have that language in me, but you do. I'm like, do you want to go there? Yeah. I'm like, okay, we'll go.